The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. Hey, this is Chloe Peterson. I'm one of the producers on the Unnamed Anthology podcast, which is about creating stories by queer people for queer people, and our attempt to increase LGBTQIA representation in media. This is episode six of our first season of the pod, The Burning of Elizabeth Weaver, written by Morgan Greensmith. Thank you for listening. Our tale begins with Elizabeth Weaver. And the first thing you must understand to enjoy this story is that Elizabeth Weaver does not exist. There is no girl who is born to a family of cloth weavers who learnt early that to be born into this world was to be afraid. There is no girl who grew up at her nana's knee watching her weave not with yarn, but with words. Who learnt that there was magic stored in the moon over her head and the earth beneath her feet and stored in the very blood running through her veins. There is a house on the edge of town, built from scratch by a weaver who left his mother and child to live in it mere moons after it was finished. But this house is not inhabited by Elizabeth Weaver. There is a grave in the back garden, but Elizabeth Weaver will not be the one to bury her nana there in just a few moons. There is no one here named Elizabeth Weaver. Shall we begin? It'll be easy, Nana Weaver said. So simple. Just harvest the wild thyme that grows on the north side of the forest, but only under a new moon. And whatever you do, don't bring a torch or anything to see by. Gods forbid the thyme be touched by anything other than celestial light. It'll be useless then. There's nothing to worry about, Lizzie. It's dreadfully easy. I've been doing it for years. Whew. Well, Nana, most of us haven't mastered spells that give us the eyes of an owl. Most of us have never even been to the north side of the forest in daylight, let alone under the unlight of a new moon. Ah! And these bloody thorns! I swear to the gods, I'm going to come back here and burn all this bracken to the ground tomorrow morning. Why is nature so bloody? Hello. Ah. Who are you? Uh, I don't think... I'm Elizabeth. No, you're not. What do you mean, no, I'm not? That's not your name. Well, most people call me Lizzie. That's not it either. Who are you to tell me what my name is or isn't? It's okay if you don't want to tell me. Or if it's a secret. I won't tell. Well, what's your name? 
my parents gave me Philippa, but I don't really like that. It's just a man's name with extra letters thrown in. So I'm Pippa. That's my name. The other one belongs to my parents, really. What's wrong with a man's name? Nothing. If that's what you want to be called. But I don't. Sorry, but... Do you mind if I ask, what exactly are you doing here? What do you mean here? The village, the woods... The woods, I guess? Same as you, I suppose. I doubt that. Oh? Are you not here to harvest time in the unlight of the new moon? There's no need to look worried, lovely. Or, if there is, I should be too. You're a witch burner spy, are you? Getting ready to cart me off to the pyres. Your manly arms. I'm not a witch burner. I know. I was just teasing. Well, it wasn't funny. It has to be, doesn't it? If you don't laugh at the world, I think I'd start crying. And simply never move again. I'm sorry. Why? You haven't done anything. My condolences? I mean, you... The way you speak, I thought you might have met a witch burner before. I have. If you count being on the other end of a pitchfork and torch meeting someone. I'm sorry. Save your sorries for the dead. They need it more than I do. I don't think that's true. Don't you? Well, they're dead, aren't they? You're the one. We're the ones. So we have to keep going. We still have to deal with the fire and pitchforks. I suppose. Are there a lot of pitchforks in the village? Only I just moved away from the city to get away from all that. And I'd hate to find I only jumped into the fire. We haven't had a witch hunt in years, I think. I'm not sure. I'd ask Nana Weaver, but she doesn't like to talk about it. I think she survived the last, you know. Witch hunt? Yeah. She doesn't leave the house during daylight anymore. Is she the one who usually picks the herbs then? Yes. Only you were heading in the entirely wrong direction to collect unlit time. No, I wasn't. I was just... exploring. Okay. Do you... I mean, would you like to... If we collect time together, we'll get the job done twice as fast. Okay. Uh, where do we start? You're really... You're really good at this. It's just a system. There's absolutely no light in the glade. And yet, your basket is twice as full as mine. Luck, I guess? Please, take a little credit. You're a witch, aren't you? Not really. My nana's just teaching me. You can't not really be a witch. Either you are or you aren't. How come you know so much about it? My whole family are witches. Even your dad? Even my dad. 
why would he not be? I don't know, I just... I heard that maybe if you were, like, a boy, then maybe you couldn't, you know, be a witch. That's nonsense. Well, it's what I heard. Still nonsense. You're mean. You're sensitive. Nana says that's not a bad thing. I haven't met many boys who are sensitive as you. What did you say? It's just odd, that's all. In a good way. In the city, all the boys are mean and stuck up and expect me to have married them by now. And I just moved from there. Did I mention that? You look... Are you okay? You look like I just spooked the soul right out of you. You called me a boy. Oh, uh, are you not? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to... I just... I can... I can see. When I look at people, I can tell things about them. You know? And you, you just... I thought... I'm sorry. No one's ever... No one's ever called me a boy before. But you are. I, I haven't really ever thought that I could. I, I'm just, I'm just me. I'm supposed to be me. Good old Izzy Weaver. My mother always said you can be anything and she could shapeshift. So she really meant it. Sometimes she was a man, sometimes she was a woman and sometimes she was neither. And sometimes she was a frog. But that's besides the point. I can't shapeshift. That doesn't matter either. call myself William sometimes. William? That's a good name, that. Lots of nice ways to shorten it. I don't want to shorten it. That's your prerogative. That's a fancy word. My father let me learn my letters. Did yours? My nana taught me. That's nice. Where are you living now? I haven't seen any new people in town, especially city folk. Around? Around? I'm living in the woods, okay? Didn't exactly have time to grab money and buy a house on my way out of the last one. You could... Um... You could stay with me, if you like. Nana Weaver won't mind. Really? Really. Us witches have to stick together, right? Right. Honey, I'm home. Not covered in snow, you're not. Stand on the mat until it's melted. Or I swear to God, you'll be finding worms in your mattress tonight. But that's your mattress too. Bold of you to assume I won't sleep in the woods to avoid you. The woods are where the worms come from, Kimba. And the worms out there respect me more because I'm a delicate and gentle lady. As opposed to the lawless terrain of this house where my lovely best friend tracks snow into the house and the worms invade the bedding. Because you put them there. I never said I would put them there. Maybe the worms really hate fresh snow. Or the cold. In that case... 
Magic is cheating. Magic is the point. Who are you? And what have you done with my best friend? You know, the one who's scared to so much as shoot sparks at a pigeon? Why would you shoot sparks at a pigeon? What did they ever do to you? Where do I begin? I'm just... It's okay here. I don't feel scared. I feel safe. Like, this space is ours. And when we're here, when you're here, I feel okay. Like, nothing could hurt me. That is a dreadfully dangerous mindset. Pippa, I'm trying to be sassy. You're always trying to be sassy, William. And I do love you for it. It's just... What? I love it here, too. I love you, too. And that scares the life right out of me. Because things like that don't last forever. Of course they do. No, William, they don't. People get bored of each other. Or, don't interrupt me, people get burnt to death. And there's no coming back from that. I'm not going anywhere. Maybe you won't want to, but eventually you will. That witch burner has it out for you. Thomas is harmless. He's never so much as killed a ladybird in his life, let alone a full-grown human being. Are you sure about that? Enough to stake your life on? I'm not, like, throwing magic around in the town square. He's not going to find out. He doesn't need to find out to accuse you of witchcraft. Have you noticed we're weird, William? I... We're two unmarried, highly attractive women living together with no men, no marriage prospects, and no family. And I know you're not a woman, believe me, I know, but they don't. And you can never tell them, because it's a shortcut to the pyre anyway. This is your way of saying you want us to go out and marry real men. What? No! I don't. I couldn't. It's just me saying... This is lovely, and this is all I'll ever want, and all I'll ever need for the rest of my days. But getting comfortable in it is a useless endeavour, because no matter how long it lasts, eventually they'll put us to the flame or the dunking stool, or simply behead us in our sleep. There's no happy ending for witches, especially not ones like us. You're so sure that the end of days is coming no matter what? If you've already accepted that you've died for this, for us, then what's the point of not getting comfortable? Doesn't it make more sense to make the most of it? If suffering is certain, doesn't that make being happy now all the more important? Pippa, I love you so much. I can't stand the idea of you sitting next to me and mourning me as if I'm already in the ground. There's a time for that. And it's when I'm bones and food for worms. I hope you know that if you go first, I'm not letting you rot in the ground for long. Either you're coming back as my zombie helper, or I'm using your bones as ingredients to curse the entire town to ruin. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Don't get used to it. Can I cook you dinner? I brought a duck while I was in your distraction tactics are noted. But effective? But effective. Excellent news. I'll get started right away. 
past one. Happy birthday. Thanks. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Drinking under the stars? Exactly. You know, my Nana Weaver always used to say that witches were stars, and stars were witches. That doesn't... How does that exactly work? It's like everything is made of everything. That's why magic works. Everything is always changing in motion, becoming something else. There's nothing new. It's all just patterns, rearranging. Bit depressing, isn't it? The idea that you're not yourself. That you can't be surprising or new. I live to be surprising. No, 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 because see, you're you, but you're also everything. That's what's so beautiful. It's you laying out the patterns, arranging them to fit you, your truth. So, so like in magic, so herbs become healing potions, so a, a song becomes a summoning charm. So a girl becomes a boy. Yeah. Except not exactly, because I was never a girl, right? I was just shaped like that by the universe so I could take that design and rearrange. I'm much different than I would have been if I'd been born in a body I didn't have to think about shaping. I wouldn't have fallen in love with it the same way. I wouldn't look at myself or magic or anything or anyone in the same way. I think. So are you going to reshape yourself? I mean... Maybe. I don't know. When I'm ready. If I'm ready. Not before. It'll take a lot out of me, you know? Yeah. What do you think happens to witches when they die? Morbid. Rude. Why are you asking? I'm just... Do you think they're right about, you know... Fire and brimstone? Yeah. I think we get enough fire when we're alive. So, no. At least we'd be together. All those stuffy witch burners have to lounge about in the sky doing nothing. It must be terribly boring, I think. And what if you get scared of heights? And who knows? Maybe the devil is pretty cool, actually. Maybe he throws crazy parties and we all get drunk dancing naked around a fire under the moon. Maybe. I think... Again, we shape ourselves. Nana Weaver believed we were stars, so that's where she is. High above everything, even heaven, watching us all. Burning bright, just like she did when she was alive. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. That's nice. Do you mind if I believe it too? Go ahead. Here, try this. Pick a star. One that calls to you. Don't think about it. Just point and tell me who it is. Oh, uh, that one, I guess. That's, that's my dad. It's really bright. And it feels like it's pointing in the way he used to when he'd say, Philippa, pick up your socks, or 
Philippa, don't spell your sister's tongue green or... Philippa. Run, the witch burners are coming. Tell me. He was good. A blacksmith. He made horseshoes and nails and, and swords. Of course, you leave the cool bit for last. And that one, close by, that's Mum. They were practically joined the hip in life. And I don't see why it would be any different just because they're stars now. She was a healer. That's how they found us in the end. Someone got scared of what they didn't understand, I guess. It's nice to think they're up there now. I can talk to them whenever I like. Yeah. You didn't say. What? What is it you think happens when we die? You, not your nana. I think it'll end in fire. Just like they want it to. I think I'll go up like brittle wood and be gone in seconds. I'll be just ash and cinders and hot air. And I think I'll drift high above the world, drifting on a breeze. It'll take me far away from here. It could take me all the way to France or further. It could take me to the stars or heaven or hell. And eventually the wind will rest me down. All my ashes and leaves that dance with me and the burnt up chips of wood. And I'll shake myself into something new. Something more me than I've ever been. And then I'll carry on. I'd come and find you. Even if it took me a thousand years, a, a million. I'd search the cities and the seas, in the forest, in the sky. I'd search the whole world until I found you. Of course, you're not getting rid of me that easily. Even when you're a star and I'm a breath of wind, even when we're wearing different faces. We're made of the same pattern, you and me. Good. We're agreed. Absolutely. But please, it is too late for any more philosophy. Pass the wine. Are you sure it's here? Nana Weaver's books were clear. Kingsman algae only grows on the north side of the lake, in the shallows, under rocks. It is only harvestable on days when the sky is so blue you can feel it bearing down on you and there isn't a cloud in sight. If it's so rare, why not help me look for it? I told you, I can't swim. I think you just don't want to get your trousers wet. They're very nice trousers, thank you very much. They're lovely trousers, William. You know what would make them better? What? Lake water. Ah! Oh, you suck. What are you going to do about it? Well, if they're dirty already. What are you two doing? Thomas! Uh, we were just... We were just... Looking for algae. It's medicine. Good for... 
ladies' issues. I see. Well, you best be getting home soon. It isn't right for young ladies to be out alone. We're not alone. Hmm. Quite. What are you doing? Not that I have to tell you, but I'm on patrol. There's been word of witch sightings in the woods. The town is on high alert. If you see anything, I trust you know who to come to. Uh, of course. Ah, can't have those pesky women getting away with healing the sick and practicing miracles. <laughs> Thank you for your concern, sir. Have a good day. God, I hate that guy. Who does he think he is, swanning around, telling us what to do? Like, he's a real adult. And have you noticed? He always looks like a wasp flew right up his... Hipper! What? I'm right, aren't I? I mean, yes. I suppose the day is ruined now. Try again tomorrow? You can, maybe. I, on the other hand... I'm good with this... Incredibly large clump of algae I just found. That was not there earlier. Whatever you need to tell yourself. Hipper! Hipper, you need to leave. William, what, what's going on? They're coming. Oh. You need to get out of here. Take this bag. It should have enough supplies to get you to the next village at least. Wait, no. William. Maybe you can make it all the way to the city. It, it, it's easy to go missing there, especially if you're only one person. William, stop this. You're coming with me, of course. No, I'm not. They know about me. They'll follow me. I had to warn you, but that's it. You can't be here when they come. We have time, William. We, we can run away. It's like we talked about. You and me forever. There are different forevers, Pippa. None of them last as long as they should. Just as long as we can. Can't lose anyone else, William. You're not. Not forever. You promised me, remember? I'll find you. I know you will. I love you. I love you too. Do you think it'll hurt? I think everything does. I thought I was supposed to be the cynic. Let yourself be the optimist. For a change. I'll see you again. Even if it takes a hundred years. A thousand even. As a breath of wind or a star. Or a strange new boy I meet by chance. In a city or a forest. At sea or in air. Now go. Go. Hello, gentlemen. A 
can I help you with today? What can I get you this morning, sir? I'll have a coffee, thanks, and a stack of pancakes. No, wait, make that two of both. I'm meeting a friend. Seeing you here. Come here often. Only when you're around. I always do a coffee and pancakes. Such a gentleman. I ain't to please. I hope you've got a good story for me. And if you do. Oh yeah. It's the best. It's got pirates and jewels and making out with several princesses. You sure you got time for it? I think I could spare a few hundred years for you. Unnamed Anthology Podcast is distributed by the Listers Network and produced by Alex Abrahams, Chloe Peterson, Jordan Hendrickson and Greg Hildor. Our theme music is by Jordan Hendrickson and our cover art is by Hannah Zusmanovich. The Burning of Elizabeth Weaver was written and directed by Morgan Greensmith, with audio editing by Olive Youngblood and music composed by Jordan Hendrickson. In this episode you heard the voices of Kit Lovick as William Weaver, Hazel Benson as Pippa Smith, Joseph Leyland as Thomas and Emily Safko as the server. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tune in on the 24th of August for Blood of the Covenant. Thank you for listening, and remember, no matter how hot the fire burns, you'll burn brighter. <laughs>